0: Good morning, everybody. It is Pastor Paul here on a, what is this? Yes, Thursday morning, February 23rd. We are barreling down towards the weekend, barreling towards the end of this month and beginning of March and spring. And I've just always wanted to say barrel down in a devotional. So there we are. Hey, but we are here this morning and this week to study Matthew chapter four. We've been in verses 18 through 22, where we're looking at the calling of Jesus for his first disciples. And the idea here is that we are using the run-up to that weekend's message. We're gonna be preaching on this passage this Sunday. We're using the run-up during the weeks to study the passage uh, beforehand. And a goal in this is not just to dispense theological biblical information, it's the Lord willing, give you some tools um, in order to help you study and understand the Word of God for yourself. And just as kind of a review, the way we're thinking about that is a series of concentric circles where that that center circle is sort of the heartbeat of the text, the passage, the the central meaning. And in order to get there, we start on the outskirts, the outer circles, and start looking at things like context, what comes before, what comes after this passage. Uh, Where does this... um, situate this passage situate itself in the flow of that particular book that we're studying what do other passages of scripture have to say about um this subject matter um what what are what are ways that we can begin to see themes questions concepts ideas and so that's kind of where we started and we really um emphasized this idea that for matthew when you compare his story, his dis- description of the calling of the first disciples, and you compare it to, say, Luke's or Mark's or even John's, that while they bear similarities, they also have marked differences. And we said that this is not a point of contradiction or despair. It's more that Matthew is wanting to communicate a particular thing um, as, or, or feature of death's calling as part of his overall structure of his gospel and the purpose for which he's writing it. And as we've seen, Jesus, Matthew is keen to communicate to us this idea of the kingship of Jesus. And that the, at the onset of his public ministry, Jesus is um, preaching this idea of the kingdom of God is at hand, so repent. And here in our text, Matthew 4, 18 through 22, we're going to see Jesus' first task as a part of declaring um, this inaugural event of the kingdom coming. And so in here is where we today begin to get into sort of the heartbeat of the passage. So let's read it together and we'll jump in. Matthew 4, beginning in verse 18. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. So the heartbeat, I think, of this text is this idea that Jesus says, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men," and it here here it has him saying again, like for example in verse um, twenty one or yeah twenty one that he that he called out to them, which is where we kind of get this idea of of calling, and 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 I think that's really kind of the the heartbeat of what. Matthew wants to communicate to us that that Jesus, on one hand, there's there's a there's a mechanism, a way he's calling them, and then there's a mission that he's calling them to. And that's what we're gonna try to unpack today and, and tomorrow. So let's look first of all at this idea of the call of Christ in this passage. So verse one tells us that while walking by the Sea of Galilee, and that's sort of Matthew's vernacular, his language. to to communicate to us that this is not a happenstance encounter. This is not Jesus doing a, a sort of, he's not moseying up and down the beach and he just so happens to run into these two sets of brothers and it's like, wow, oh, there you guys are. And, and, And now that I've run into you, let me communicate something. No, no, no. From start to finish, Jesus is very purposeful. He is very deliberate. He is on a mission. The idea is that he has sort of made a beeline to the Sea of Galilee, and he is on a mission. He is looking for these two sets of brothers, okay? that that's That's super important because it's going to communicate something to us about the heart of God in our salvation, that it's... Um, that it's all of God's initiative. What does Jesus say? What does He say elsewhere in the Gospels? I, you have not chosen me, He tells the disciples, but I have chosen you. Um, he He's gone on a mission to specifically single these men out, and when He gets there, He issues a command. It's a directive, and it, and He says, "Follow me." Now, the word literally means, come after me. And in rabbinic circles, um, when a rabbi would come, um, here's what's interesting. In, in rabbinic circles at the time, it was up to the disciples to decide which rabbi they were going to follow. And someone might say, oh, I follow Nicodemus, or I follow him, or I follow them. Well, what's, what's unique and distinctive about this call is that Jesus, they don't choose Jesus, right? Jesus chooses them. And when he says, come after me, remember, disciples of rabbis would follow behind them, literally, the, the, the rabbi would walk around teaching, um, instructing, his students would kind of come behind him to learn from him, to glean um, from him. and And that's the idea here. But the key distinction... Is that it's jesus doing the calling now one of the things that that we see here that matthew wants to make a point of is to say they immediately obeyed they want to say that matthew wants to remind us that that this all happened um in in a very clear decisive way now as we said before it doesn't mean that jesus didn't have interactions with them beforehand he most certainly did doesn't mean they didn't see Jesus in action, as Luke tells us that they did. What it means, though, is that when Jesus issues this, this formal call, when Jesus calls someone, they come immediately, decisively, irrevocably. And theologians call this effectual calling, okay? And and let me read what R.C. Sproul says about effectual calling. Effectual calling, it is the internal call by which God calls his elect to himself through the power of the Holy Spirit, changing the disposition of their hearts through regeneration. The inward call that is accomplished by the Holy Ghost is effectual in that it brings about God's desired and decreed consequence. The inward call is irresistible. Not in the sense that I don't have the power to resistance, but my resistance cannot overcome it. God's effectual call affects what he intends it to do, namely, to bring us to saving faith. So when we think about calling, right, a lot of times we think about someone trying to persuade us to do something. I call upon you to do this, or come enlist in the army, I, I'm looking for a few good men, those sorts of things. But that's not the way biblical effectual call works. Biblical effectual call is that the call is in essence accomplishing the effects or the intent of the call. It's a, 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 That's a fancy way of saying that, that contained within the calling of Jesus and the calling of the Holy Spirit is given is him giving the grace the capacity through the Spirit for people to respond to that call okay and so here, here's a couple of passages that help us to sort of grab hold of this okay and the first is from Ephesians and, and it, it bears reminding that that the metaphor that Paul uses for our spiritual condition apart from Christ okay? were dead. Listen to what Paul says, Ephesians 2. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work, and the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind." But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. How does a dead person respond to a physical voice? Well, they can't respond, right? That's why something supernatural has to happen. This is one of the, the, the reasons I think we have the story of Lazarus, right? In, in John chapter 11, Lazarus has, is dead, has been dead four days. And it says, and it tells us that Jesus gives a sharp command. Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus, present yourself. How does Lazarus respond? By the supernatural sovereign Um, life-giving work of the Spirit. That is meant, I believe, to give us a picture of the way that spiritual salvation works, right? Remember, this idea is that those God foreknows, he predestines. Let me me read Romans 8.30. This is the golden chain of salvation, right? And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified it does not say that those God calls might possibly be justified it says those that God predestines those whom he foreknows he has a plan to save and when he calls them they come to him effectually decisively Um, and it doesn't mean as R.C. Sproul reminds us that that we can't resist his will It just means that even when we are resisting his will, that God's will okay, overcomes our resistance and makes Christ compelling and attractive. This is why Paul can say in Philippians 2, um, Brothers, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who wills and acts in you according to his good purpose. And so... All of this here, let's get back to, to Matthew 4 here. I think it's meant to communicate to us that the call of Jesus is decisive. The, 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 the call of Jesus is certain. The call of Jesus is supernatural. The call of Jesus is initiated by Jesus. Everything that he does is on this track of bringing the kingdom of God to the kingdom of man. And this includes the 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 act of calling his first disciples supernaturally. It's the act of of carrying out all the miracles in in his ministry supernaturally. And it's all preparing his people for a specific mission. Now tomorrow, we're going to look at what is that mission, okay? and and the mission, in essence, is, to make his people fishers of men, that they would join him on his mission, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But, but, but for today, I, I don't want us to, to to lose sight of the of just the supernatural aspects of being called to the family of God. It's something that is decisive. It's supernatural. It's it's filled with the Spirit. It is. Um, Otherworldly, it is not something that we can manufacture on, manufacture on our own. And, and here's just a couple of passages to, to leave you with. John 6:44, "No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him or calls him. And I will raise him up on the last day." John 6:37, "All that the Father gives me will come to me. and whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. And so give thanks to God today for your calling. Give thanks to God today that he sovereignly drew you to himself. And tomorrow we'll look at the heartbeat of what it means to be on mission with Christ in his mission. Lord, um, these are weighty things. They are deep things. And we humble ourselves before them. You have sovereignly called us to yourself you have opened our eyes, you've convicted us of our sin, you've raised our dead spiritual bodies to life, and you've called us to yourself. Lord, we thank you for that. We pray these things in your Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow, Friday.